So I guess I just want to start by congratulating you on recently joining the, the cast of Working Moms as a character of Bianca. Can Thank you. you. you know, no problem. Can you tell us a bit about the character and, and what she brings to the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bianca is um, a friend of Frankie's. Their friendship was established in um, season two, just at the end there. And she becomes uh, Frankie's friend. Um, she's warm-hearted. She's uh, very generous. And she's kind of courageous because she's decided to be a single parent. Okay. Um, and uh, Frankie kind of brings her under her wing since Frankie's been through uh, pregnancy and stuff before. So um, I think what Bianca brings to the show is um, this new type of motherhood, someone who is um, going flying solo with the process of getting pregnant and the challenges that 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 come up within that. Yeah. Right. Well, that sounds sounds really good. Um, now, speaking of Frankie, you and fellow actress uh, Juno Rinaldi have some great on-screen chemistry. Um, how did the two of you build that up so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> um, how did we build that up so quickly? <laughs> I think I think Juno and I are just pretty easygoing people in general. Yeah. And so chatting with her off-screen was really easy. Um. And so it kind of just translates very easily uh, on camera as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it definitely comes across as, yeah. uh, as some great chemistry. So it's fun to watch. That's, that's great. <laughs> now, I, uh, I'm an actor out here in Alberta, and I've joined shows already in progress, but just uh, as day players or, or one day, one day, one line. Was it hard joining a TV show that's already established and, and showing some success? Um, it wasn't because everyone's just super nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it helped that most of the scenes that I started off shooting earlier in, in, uh, in block one were just with Frankie. So it was a lot of one-on-one and I got to get to know a lot of the crew uh, there were familiar faces in the crew that right. I had worked with on uh, past shows right on. Um, where I was doing those day player roles. And there were a few of them like that. And so it was very comfortable to be on set because I, I already knew them. Um, so that was great. Yeah. And then over over a couple of months, the few months that we were shooting, Every so often, I'd run into a, a a cast member that I wouldn't have a scene with. Okay. Or if I did, it was very brief and like in hair and makeup or something. Like Danny Kind uh, comes to mind, and okay. she she's just so personable and nice. Like we could immediately just start chatting like friends, and uh, and that was across the board with a lot of the members. Yeah. Also. Um, Sarah McPhee, <laughs> yeah. who uh, plays Val on the show, she lives in my building. So oh, really? I uh, I got to know her. I got to know her before I started shooting season three. So all these like huh. little connections helped to make that transition onto the show uh, smooth. Well, that's a small world. 
Um, well, yeah. I, can, I can tell you in, in, in prepping for this interview and what I've read, uh, all the other fellow actors have so many nice things to say about you. So you fit in nicely. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. So turn the the attention to you now. So in addition to your film and television, you also have an extensive uh, stage career. Do you find them fairly similar or quite different to do? Um, I actually find them quite different. Yeah. I I get where they are similar. Um, You know, when you break down a script, it's very similar. That kind of work. But I feel like with theater you get so much rehearsal time that you build um you generally build a tight ensemble um you get to explore you know different approaches to your your character you get to try big choices you get to just move around a lot more during the rehearsal process yeah and it sets you up for performance, live performance, very well. Whereas with film and TV, there's very little rehearsal. Right. And the rehearsal that I do is generally alone yeah. <laughs> with my boyfriend <laughs> yeah. um, running lines. And then it's it's basically showtime. Yeah. And so there's a different, there's just something different about that performance. It's much it's much more spontaneous. Uh, it comes out of the environment and the person right in front of you who you're yeah. doing the scene with. It's just so much more immediate. Right. Not to say that theater doesn't have that too. It's just there's a backbone structure to a theater performance that's already been set and you play within those parameters. Right. But um, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. No, that, that makes total sense. Um, now, lots of actors, they like to go behind the camera. You moved even more behind the scenes as uh, in a couple different roles, as a co-founder of the Theatre on the Lake Festival, uh, and as well as one of the founders of the theatre company, um, Theatre Enamorata. Can you tell us a little bit about That's that? That's right. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that and what it means to you? Yeah, and way to go for pronouncing Enamorata correctly. <laughs> Perfect, I practice. <laughs> Not everyone gets it. <laughs> um, yeah, well... When I was living in Yellowknife, the Northwest Territories, for a couple of years, um, there wasn't much theater going on, and it was um, one way to to make that happen was to just create a venue for that. And right. so, um, my partner at the time and uh, a small team put together. Theater on the Lake, which was a short play festival that happened during the, the two great summer weeks of yeah. um, <laughs> the two only good weeks of weather yeah. <laughs> in Yellowknife. <laughs> um, and we, we built a stage on a lake that was outside of um, a museum in the downtown core. And during lunches and in the evenings, we would we would just cycle through all the different plays that were submitted and they were submitted by uh, mostly local writers performed by local actors. And so it was a very, like, it was a nice way to bring a community together during the summer months where normally no theater goes on Yeah, um, because nobody wants to sit inside of a theater when the sun is out. Finally, (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) And so that came out of a need to want to, see more theater, be in more theater, and get to know who else are like-minded right. in, in those ways. 
And then theater in Amarada came out of um, a group of friends out of theater school wanting to do plays that had um, heightened text with strong female roles. Um, We were all, it's a group of four women that that began it. And um, although our initial goal to find that perfect classical play didn't ever happen, we did end up creating a show that was an adaptation of the picture of Dorian Gray. And it was that in like contemporary time, but the um, there was still a bit of that heightened Shakespearean type text in it during some of Dorian's monologues. And okay. um, the writer for that, Chris Van Solen, switched up the genders. So Dorian was female. A lot right. of the characters that are originally male are female. And so it was a way for us to um, really custom design a play that we all really wanted to be in and and something that we wanted, mm, just the, the kind of script we wanted to see uh, with female characters. That's right. Well, that's cool. Congra- well, congratulations on that. It's amazing the bonds that can be formed in uh, acting in theater school and how they carry over into the real world, which is always fun. Oh, totally. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you, and those those ladies will, yeah, be friends forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's fun. Um, now you obviously like to keep busy. That's clear to see. What uh, what are you working on now that you can share with us? Um. Well, right now I'm auditioning. I can share that with you. Cool. Good. Good. <laughs> um. It's been it's been considering it's the winter months and yeah. things technically slow down. Yeah. It's been very steady for auditions, both in film and TV commercials, yeah. of course, and yeah. uh, and theater. So that's been pretty steady like i was able to get away to costa rica oh, nice. for a mini vacation and i was still sending in self tapes yeah uh consistently so that's that's been keeping my hands full oh good <laughs> that's good that's good to hear it's, uh, you like to hear yeah. when the canadian film and television uh, industry is thriving so um we like to, yeah we it, like to hear that it is it is like netflix with all the the shows that are shooting here it's it's a good time to be in canada and toronto and um you know the bigger city hubs yeah we just need more to come to alberta personally but we'll get a, we'll talk about that later yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh i encourage uh people out there to check out theater in Amarada's website for current projects uh of course working moms airs and streams on cbc on thursday nights uh, it's fresh into its third season what can fans expect to see as season three continues Good question. <laughs> Without giving anything away. Yeah, that's the tricky part. <laughs> I would say at least for my story arc, um, I think they could expect to see more exploration of what constitutes as family, Yeah. Um, what is needed to have the kind of support system to raise um, a kid and and to nurture everyone involved. I think I think that's what they'll what they can expect to see. And lots of entertaining laughs and and heartfelt moments. Yes, definitely <laughs> that. And <laughs> heartfelt moments, awkward moments, yeah. messy moments, um and of course funny moments, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs>